What up, what up, what up, what up, little people, big people, all people. If you hear the sound of my voice, that means you are listening to another episode of Buffed Up Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms. First, if you want to financially support the show, go to anchor.fm slash buffedupsports slash support to become a supporter today. Again, that link is anchor.fm slash buffed up sports slash support become a supporter today first or that was the second thing i'm watching the lions preseason game right now on tv i got it on mute in the background whatever but if i abruptly stop or like get distracted no that's what's going on i say that because right before i started recording the lions threw an interception and yeah, I had a little reaction. So that's what we're rolling with today. Now let's get into it. I'm going to do a quick rundown of everything that's happened in my life since the last episode. Last time you heard from me was July 1st. That was the day I actually had my tonsils removed. So yeah, last episode I told y'all, I don't know when I'm going to be back, but I'll be back soon. I genuinely thought I'd be back in two to four weeks at the most that was not the case i i did not bounce back as quick as i thought i, I ain't gonna lie to y'all that surgery punked me out it did i couldn't talk i couldn't eat couldn't drink like i could not get water down smoothly until like a good week and a half after like i had to force myself to drink water y'all like I had, cause they said you will feel better the more you drink. So I had to set a timer on my phone for like every, I started off at 30 minutes and then I gradually got to 10 minutes. And that's how often I drink water or take a sip if nothing else, because I just, I, if it was up to me, I wouldn't drink anything. I was, y'all lost 15 pounds. I'm just gonna tell y'all straight up. I lost 15 pounds. I was down bad. I was down bad. I'm kind of glad the surgery took place when it did because that was another thing. I should have been did it. I didn't do it because I was scared for one. And two, timing. It's like, you know you're going to be out that long. You got to find a set time to be like, okay, when can I take this much time away from life for a minute? That's hard to do. That's what I had to deal with. But one thing about it, I did it during a time where not much was going on in the sports world. That kind of benefited me. Until the Pistons preseason game, I was still in a point where I couldn't talk and first play the game. Jaden Ivey throws a lob to Jalen Derwin. Then he threw another one. I said, doggone it, they do a third one. I'm going to turn this game off because it's not working in my favor right now. <laughs> so speaking of Pistons, I'm about to give y'all a quick rundown of Pistons, Tigers, Lions, you know, Detroit sports. I got way more to talk about on this episode, but I can't forget about my teams. I'll talk about them another day. I'm anti-teal. I don't like it. But if they put that horse logo on red, white, and blue, I'll buy that jersey right away. I'm not lying. But I am anti-teal. I got a lot to say about the Pistons this year. You're going to hear me say a lot about them. I'm just talking about Jaden, Ivy, and Jalen Duren. Trust me. You're going to hear me say way more about them this year. And I can't wait to tell you all why. But I'm going to hold off on that because this episode got a little more importance than Pistons today. That's straight up. I didn't watch the Tigers on purpose while I was out because I knew they was going to stress me out. Granted, 
One of the times I did watch them, they stressed me, but it was in a good way. They hit a walk-off uh, hit, won the game, and I yelled at the TV. That wasn't the smartest decision, but I was like, okay, at least I had the energy to yell. Not gonna do it again for a while, but we made it there, you know? We made it there. Also, I'm glad Al Lavila is gone. I was shocked at the time, and I thought my mans was going I ain't gonna say my mans, cause that dude could kick rocks, you ask me. But, I guess he is kicking them right now. <laughs> anyway, Al Avila, I thought they was gonna be like, eh, we'll take care of that in the offseason. They did it right after the trade deadline, so I was like, okay, cool. Just vibes to the end of the year, okay. Um, Let's see, Lions, we got hard knocks. I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying hard knocks because for years, I've been wanting to know what's so bad about this team. Like, what is it that they doing behind the scenes that make them this bad? And I say this because I go to the first preseason game. Typical Lions fashion. Inside two minutes, they blew it. Parking attendant outside the game after while we walking out was like, I swear, if they, was, they took off the last two minutes of every game, the Lions be a 14-win team every year. And he's not wrong. Then my poor cousin, this is first Lions game ever. I had to explain to him, this is a typical Lions experience, bro. They will be winning the whole game. Then two minutes, something crazy happened, and you will be like, what did I just watch? Because that's what we got. So yeah, Lions are in typical preseason form already. Like I told y'all, I'm actually watching the second one right now <laughs> as I'm recording. But the next episode, I'm going to have more boxing for you, too, because tonight, the night I'm recording, is the Usyk Joshua Part 2 fight. Deontay Wilder getting back in the ring soon, so it's a lot of boxing news going on. But I want to talk about that on another day because I want to talk about the WNBA. But I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, but I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna tell it like it is. As a fan, I'm gonna tell it like it is. First though, the WNBA playoffs is going on right now. And my pick to win, win it all, is my favorite team, the Las Vegas Aces. I don't know why everybody in Michigan of Aces fan. Maybe because we don't have a team more on that later. But it seemed like a lot of people in the area just Aces fans. But at the same time, the Aces are that team, so you can't hate. Asia Wilson or Kelsey Plum should be the MVP. And don't tell me no different. Now, I know people looking at me crazy about the Kelsey Plum one. But I don't want to hear it. And I'm going to tell you all this. I've been a fan of Asia Wilson for a minute. But Kelsey Plum became one of my favorite players this year, too, though. That's why I really love the Aces. Because they got two of my favorite players on the same team for one. I mean... The Ace is such a team where it don't, you never know who gonna go off. You never know. Yeah, you got your All-Stars and your Chelsea Grays and your Kelsey Plums and your Asia Wills. So that's the thing about them three. You never know which one gonna pop off. Come on now. So that's my picks. I got Asia Wilson or Kelsey Plum for MVP, Aces for the uh, championship. Also, I don't like the new playoff format. I do, but I don't like the first round setup. Is home court advantage, but it ain't. Why is it? It's best out of three for those who don't know. But the first two games are for the team with the higher seed. But then the third deciding game is the game 
that the lower seed get at home. Why don't y'all just go one, one, one? Go back, back, four. Cause I get it, it's home court advantage as far as the higher seed get the more home games, but the most important game of the series, the lower seed get at home. Make that make sense. I don't like that. But on a serious topic, we gotta talk Brittany Griner, and I'm gonna keep it real. First of all, this wouldn't be a problem if the WNBA paid their players more. They wouldn't have to go overseas to play in other countries if they just simply got more at home. More on that later, because it's not as black and white as it sounds. Trust me. And the Mercury's just having a bad year, period. I mean, Skylar Diggins' personal reasons out. Diana Taurasi ain't been hooping that well. She hurt. Shea Petty just ruptured her Achilles. Like, I mean, dang, how much bad stuff going to happen to one team in one year? Diana Taurasi, Skylar Diggins arguing mid-game on the bench. Skylar Diggins calling out her coach on Twitter, calling her a clown. Like, dog, how much one team going to go through in one year? But back to Brittany Griner. I'm going to tell you all the problem. It's messed up. Now, I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't smoke. That's not my thing. One, I'm technically not old enough to do it anyway, but I just don't have interest in doing so anyway, right? And if you smoke, that's your business, okay? I'm not here to talk about that part. What I'm here to say is, nine years in a Russian jail is crazy for somebody who had some marijuana on them, a pen on them. That is absurd. I don't care nobody say. We know the situation with Russia right now. So nine years for that, man. You got people who do way more stuff than that. I'm talking actual harm to others who ain't getting not Like, I just find that crazy. But on the flip side, you just got to know better too, Brittany. Like... Again, that's harsh. That's a harsh punishment. But like, you can't even bring no marijuana, weed, whatever you want to call it. You can't even do that out here in the U.S. You can't bring that into no airport, man. They get you for that here. So what make you think you was going to be in Russia with it? That's all I got to say. We just got to look at it from that perspective too, folks. It's still free, Britney Griner, but let's also look at it from that perspective. You don't go in no other country and do it too. But I don't think it's right how they giving her nine years either. Because that's crazy. I wouldn't want that to be me. I'll say that much. But now that I got my Britney Griner thoughts out there, still hoping that girl find a way to get home because that ain't cool, man. But... For this episode, I had asked a few people to send in some audio clips explaining why they like the WNBA or why people should watch it and just things of that nature. Just telling people what they thoughts on the WNBA are. So we did have a few people. The first one comes from Bruce. Let's hear Bruce what he got to say about the WNBA. So why do I like to watch the WNBA? Um... The big one would be, and I should clarify, I'm a fan of all basketball, but I am definitely a big fan of the WNBA because I think that it is, in modern basketball, the most pure form of basketball. You know, the, the NBA today, 
I, which I love still. I don't, even though a lot of people complain about it. The NBA is a lot about athleticism and outside shooting. It's about who's the fastest, who can jump the highest, and who can hit the Steph Curry three-pointers. The WNBA is where you can actually go to find, in my opinion, the best basketball strategy, plays, playmaking, um, actually having to pass people open, move the ball around. It's a much more, I guess you'd say, like old-school form of basketball and what people who grew up on basketball in the 90s and early 2000s, what we loved about the NBA in the past, you can still find that in the WNBA. Yeah, you know, people want to clown the WNBA. They, they try to talk about how they can't dunk. Okay, like, yeah, there's only a couple women that can dunk. In my opinion, the women are still just as skilled as the NBA players. And I think if you asked a lot of actual basketball players, not the people on Twitter that maybe played a couple minutes a game on their varsity team, but actual professional basketball players, about the skill level of WNBA, there is a lot of respect there. It, it brings to mind a story that I heard about Chris Paul when he was on the Rockets, where he stayed late out of practice, just practicing this one play over and over again, this one move. And someone went up and asked him, you know, what's that move you're, you're practicing? Why you've been here practicing this move? And he said that it was a move that I believe Maya Moore broke out in the Lynx Sparks 2016 WNBA Finals. And it was something that he'd never seen before that he's been trying to replicate. When someone like Chris Paul is gonna say that he respects them and their game and he is actually learning new skills and new moves from them. So people that wanna try to clown them just because they can't dunk like a man, like you sound stupid to me. Um, and they'd definitely be giving you buckets in the gym. All right, thanks. Bruce said some good stuff. Let's start with that. He talked about Chris Paul trying to get Maya Morris moved down. Again, NBA All-Star trying to learn from a WNBA player this special move. But y'all want to keep saying the WNBA fake is not a real game, blah, 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 woo, woo. Then he talked about the fundamentals. I agree. They play straight up ball. It ain't too much showboating all that. They, they play ball in the WNBA. So I thank Bruce for sending in his clip. I really do. But Bruce told me to tell y'all to go to his website, SpartansWire.usatoday.com. Again, it's SpartansWire.usatoday.com. Or go on Twitter at the Spartans Wire. At the Spartans Wire on Twitter. So that's that. Once again, thank you, Bruce. What up, though? It's your man's P-O-E-G-B. You can follow me on the gram at P-O-E underscore G-B. P-O-E underscore music. And on Twitter, you can follow me at Talk With Chubbs. First and foremost, if you're a fan of basketball, then there's no reason why you shouldn't like the WNBA. Yes, it's a different form of the game, but you still get plenty of highlights and high-level players. And it's exciting. You got former legends such as Cheryl Miller, Cynthia Cooper, Swin Cash, Lisa Leslie dunking out there. Then you got solid players out there now like Sue Bird, Candace Parker, Maya Moore who retired now. But you got Deonna Tarashi, she be going crazy out there. You know, even though the shot gone, I've adopted the Aces. That's my new team out there. Plenty of hard work and they funny off the court. And lastly, I got my kids, my daughter out there. She be out there playing basketball. 
So now she got women she can look up to, and she ain't just gotta look up to me out there. So there you have it. P-O-E-G-B. Get out there and watch some WNBA. Thanks to Chubbs. And I gotta say, I agree with a lot of what he was saying. He talked about the current players and the former players that could hoop that he enjoyed watching. But the part that stood out to me most was he talked about his kids. Why can't the little girls and shoot, even the little boys watch women basketball and have people to look up to? I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. That make a difference. I don't care what nobody say. It make a difference. If you see somebody that look like you doing something, you gonna be like, I wanna do that too if that's what you like doing. It, it adds fuel to the fire. I don't know what it is about it, but it does. It's no different than, I'm gonna use a music analogy. It's no different than say you a rapper, you trying to be an up and coming rapper in this small city. And you had this big rapper make it that came from the same city as you. You gonna be like, if he or she could do it, I could do it too. And that's what the WNBA is about. These girls out here be like, well shoot, Candace Parker made it out of Chicago. I can make it out of Chicago too. Come on now. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. All right, all right. My name is DJ Ballard. And uh, on Instagram, my name is at the DJ Ballard. And on Twitter is at DJ Ballard 33. Um, I play basketball for Eastern Michigan University. This is my final year. Uh, the 22-23 season. And I grew up watching the WNBA more than NBA. Uh, the Pistons and the Shock were both good, like both powerhouses uh, in basketball during that era. Uh, and it was cheaper to see the Shock, so I would always go see the Shock play in the summers. Um, players like Swin Cash, Deanna Nolan, Tamika Catchings, Kara Lawson, Don Staley, and Sue Bird and others inspired me in my own game and made watching the game fun as a kid. I also went to Southfield Lathrop High School from 2012 to 2016, and our women's team used to dominate every year, and I would love watching them play as well. Um, those who don't support the W should because it's a way to watch basketball year-round. The best players in the league play with intensity every night. Uh, nobody's gonna sit out or anything like that, and you're always gonna see their best performance because they only have about 30, 30 or so games. Um, and without the support of others, the league can't grow and our sisters, daughters, and loved ones deserve the same exposure that men get. I was actually telling DJ, I can't wait to get to some Eastern Michigan basketball games this year. I'll be up there, because if y'all ain't know, I am transferring to EMU in the winter. But anyway, I want to talk about what DJ had to say, because he talked about he grew up on women's basketball and his high school team, how their basketball team was good. And I related to that a lot. I, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before as far as how I've been watching women's basketball from all levels my whole life, dang year. But like I actually just recently talked about it on Twitter. I'm like, bro, I have no problem watching women's basketball because of the fact my sister used to play. <laughs> My cousins played. I would go to day games when I was younger. Before I could even hoop, I was going to day games watching them hoop. 
So it's like I've always had that thing for women's basketball because it's like I grew up on it. And then he talked about the shock. I know I mentioned this on the podcast before. I, would, I used to go to the shock games. It was their last championship they won. That will never leave my memory. So that's my thing. When you got that connection, it sticks with you. And that's what's happening to me. So I was glad DJ said that because it's just you grow up on it. You create or not create, but you develop a love for it more or a respect for it more. That That's, yeah, that's real. What's the deal? My name is Jarrell Thomas. I am the founder and co-host of Hooplex, a podcast where we talk about basketball and wrestling unscripted and uncensored. Please tap in with the podcast. We drop new episodes every Monday at noon. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at OfficialJReal. And follow Hooplex as well on IG at Hooplex underscore podcast. That's H-O-O-P-P-L-E-X underscore podcast. So how did I get into the W? So when we were... You know, planning out the podcast, the topics we were going to cover. One of my homeboys, the one, um, one of my other co-hosts, John, he's a team manager for the Washington Mystics, and he said we should cover the WNBA. And we're like, okay, cool, because I wanted to get into the WNBA actually, and I ended up winning a contest on Twitter, and someone who is pretty big in WNBA Twitter ended up paying for my league pass. So, watching the games, we're doing the show, and I'm like, yo, this is dope basketball. So, you know, as time went on, I'm like, okay, besides the fact that there's some fine, fine women in the WNBA, the talent is there. Like, there's so many great players like Asia Wilson and Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Rihanna Stewart, Kelsey Plum, and then some of the lesser known names like Ryan Howard, Lexi Brown, Marina Mabry, Sabrina Ionescu. Like, there's so much talent in the WNBA, and I know people are like, the WNBA, like, who's going to watch that? But I'm telling you, just watch a game, man. I'm telling you, like, it's going to change your entire outlook. So if you ain't tapping in, you missing out. Like Jarrell said, y'all got to check out his podcast, Hooplex. I listen to it every Monday. If I ain't listening to it Monday, I'm listening to it Tuesday morning. No joke, I don't miss an episode because they be having me cracking up. It's wrestling and basketball. Y'all know two things I love. So, <laughs> I'm always watching that, or I'm always listening, should I say. But let's start with something Jarrell said. He talked about the WNBA got fine women. It's true. But I don't want to hear y'all that be like, oh, y'all just watch for the women. I don't want to hear it because I'm not about to act like in 2016, y'all ain't have Kelly Oubre as y'all screensaver. And let's not act like Kelly Oubre was an all-star because he wasn't. That dude was a starter and a role player. That's all he was in his career. All he's been so far, he's been a starter sometimes or a rope. He was never an all-star. It was never like Kelly Rube was the best player on the team. Never like he was the second best player on the team. I don't even think he was the third best player on his team at one point, but y'all love him. So I don't even want to, don't even go there. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. But also, like Jarrell said, it's not even about that. We, we ain't going to lie to y'all. There are some out there. But it's just, there's the talent with it as well. That's what it's all about. And a good chunk. You got to be good to be in the WNBA. But before I finish, I want to give a round of applause to those who came on real quick. For those I couldn't get on this one, don't worry. We're going to get you on the next one. We're going to get you on the next one. And I'll probably do this again because this was fun. Uh, Just hearing everybody's stories and whatnot. 
But I want to talk about the two major problems I see with the WNBA. One is sexist. People are just sexist towards it. They see women's basketball and the fact is women playing, they're turned off, don't want to watch. And two, the business aspect of it. The WNBA simply do have to do better as a business. Like, why do the players can't get their own flights? Got a team getting stuck at an airport because they flight getting canceled. Like, don't even get me started. That's stupid. So I want to talk about the business aspect for a minute. First of all, I said I was going to tell you all about the good of the WNBA this year. The viewership went up 16% this year. Most watched season since 2008. 10% increase on League Pass subscribers. And the merchandise, the, 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 merchant, the merchandise sales went up 50%. Come on now. Hey, by the way, I know I hope because I got the WNBA hoodie, but I need some summer gear because that WNBA hoodie in the summer ain't it. So I, need, I need like a t-shirt. But in fact, I low said if the Aces win the championship this year, I might get one of their jerseys. But anyway, <laughs> according to WNBA social media pages, that's all the improvements with the WNBA this year. Now, a problem I have with the WNBA is the amount of teams. It's only 12 teams. You simply need more teams. First of all, it's hard. I keep saying first of all, but for real, first of all, it's hard to make the lead. You have early draft picks getting cut because rosters are pretty much already set because, again, it's only 12 teams and only limited roster spots on each. And then they don't have a developmental league or anything of that nature, so you either make it or you don't. I forgot homegirl name, but she went to Benton Harbor, so my Michigan folks know her. She was the fourth pick in the WNBA draft like a year or two ago. Why ain't she in the league right now? which is crazy to me, crazy to me, right? You the fourth pick of the WNBA draft and you ain't played a game yet? But again, it goes back to it's only 12 teams hard to make the final roster. Because it's only 12 teams, games are hit and miss. They're either full-on blowout or it's a close game, rarely in between. Why? Because with it being 12 teams, matchups are typically a team is really, really good and they're going against a team that's really, really bad. Or, yes, like I said, when it's a hit, you do got the two good teams playing against each other. I mean, let's look at the playoffs. It's 12 teams, eight make the playoffs. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, next thing I want to say. More teams would mean more markets, which would mean more fans, which would mean more money. What I mean by this is... I know so many people, I don't know how it is in other states, but I know so many people in the area I live in, the Michigan area, that say they don't watch the WNBA anymore. They'll be like, I used to, but once they took the shock away, I stopped watching. And I get it, because once you ain't got a team to root for anymore, it does make a difference. That's not even a WNBA thing. I can see that happening to me in baseball, hockey, Maybe basketball, maybe football, but bottom line, I get the point they're making. Like, we ain't got a team to root for, so I don't know who to watch, what to watch, that type of thing. So I'm saying, if they put it in more markets, more people gonna watch. Cause you put the WNBA in Detroit, now you got Detroit region watching, you got more fans from Detroit, and guess what? We gonna go out and we gonna go to games. There go your money. So you just simply need more teams. More teams, that's all you gotta do. 
I know they're talking about expansion, but they need to get that moving. Next thing, don't lower the rims. Don't lower the rims. Please don't lower the rims. I find it impressive that women can dunk on rims. 10 feet rims at that. I get why people say lower it, but y'all complain about every single thing. So I agree with just leaving it as it is because y'all, there's a lot of lame folks out there that's just flat out haters, right? So y'all the types that can't make up y'all mind. Cause I promise you, this is exactly what would happen. They lower the rim, right? It's going to be a problem because you got lame folks out there that laugh at people who celebrate when a woman dunks in the NBA game, right? Y'all be like, huh, all she did was a one hand dunk and y'all celebrating that? <laughs> but then when a player can't dunk, y'all laugh at the, huh, she can't dunk. <laughs> Just shut up. Y'all complain about everything. Just say you hate the league, keep it moving. I have more respect for you if you just say, hey, I hate the league. At least you honest. But y'all be acting like, no, it's not that. It's this. It's not this. It's that. Shut it up. But the last thing I want to say about the WNBA to make it better is y'all need a commentator like me, bro. Like I be watching WNBA games. And I'm not going to lie. It, it ain't no Mike Breen commentators for the WNBA. It ain't no Kevin Harlins. It ain't no Marv Alberts. It ain't no George Blahas that's doing the WNBA. I'm just going to tell it like it is. They be kind of nerdy. I would be a banana. <laughs> I would be. Dog, if y'all watched how I watch WNBA games at home, bro, I would be the best commentator. Cause I'll be over here tripping. Like when they be doing them little layups in the or they hit a big three. I'm like, oh <laughs> I would be the dog. I'd be like in the bucket. That's an inside joke for those who get it. But I'm telling you, they need a commentator like me. Cause the commentators be dry. I'm sorry. Like they they hurt the viewing experience they do they really do but i know for me i would have that game turned i would y'all see the energy i'm bringing right now so just imagine me doing a wnba game ah man i'm trying to tell y'all the wnba ain't got no marv alberts they ain't got no blahas they need a me they need a rj hunt doing broadcast espn what up cbs sports network what up you know amazon prime what up? that's i said the commentating thing was the last thing but why are we putting games on twitter why are we putting games on facebook why are we putting games on amazon prime not everybody got amazon prime man why would you it's already bad viewership for the WNBA like it ain't bad. it's not the greatest though so why would you put on the service where you, people gotta pay for come on do better lead them games on ESPN need to be more games on ESPN in fact ESPN can kick rocks on how they do the WNBA sometimes because the other night 
I'm waiting on the first game of the WNBA playoffs and them little league kids out there. I ain't trying to watch no 12-year-olds play no baseball. I'm ready for the WNBA, the WNBA playoffs. That's what I'm ready to watch. Or like the three-point contest and the skills challenge. I forgot what was on, but something was on and I missed it because it wasn't on ESPN no more. They had it on another channel, but my DVR ain't pick up because of the fact the skills challenge was scheduled for 3 p.m. on ESPN, not ESPN uh, News or ESPN 2, whatever it's one it was on. It's stupid. And by the way, I told y'all this last episode. I went to the WNBA game. There are fun. It's a fun experience. That's the reason why Detroit need to get a WNBA team. But looking forward to this WNBA playoffs. I kind of hope that it come down to the sky and the aces because I said if it do, I'm going to have to find a way to get to Chicago because, you know, that's the closest team to us when it comes to the WNBA. <sighs> Another problem I have, but don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is the same for both accounts at RJ underscore Hunt 36. Send me a friend request on Facebook at RJ Hunt. Thank you for listening. I hope you come back to hear more episodes. If you can, please subscribe, leave a rating, and leave a review, please, because I love to hear the feedback. And if you love today's episode, send it to a friend. If you want to financially support the show, I don't told y'all, go to anchor.fm slash sports slash support to become a supporter today please hit the link that is anchor.fm slash buffed up sports slash support to become a supporter today please now just remember because i ain't told y'all this in a minute and it's a way of life follow these words y'all spread love keep your chest out hold your head up show off them pretty teeth don't you worry about a thing Until next time, y'all be good out there. God bless you all. Peace.